Eight skiers from six different nations set to race here at the National Alpine Center northwest of Beijing. This is the women's downhill vision impaired and the first of those eight skiers. <laughs> in the beginning, you don't talk in the beginning. I can. Well, I tell you, we're, we're setting up. All right, so we're sliding in the start. Okay, you're going to go straight out towards 1 o'clock. Right footer. We're clear. And the beep goes off. Beep, beep. And then somebody says 10 seconds. And then I count down for Rob and I, and I say... For Team Umstead, then this is husband and wife pairing of Danielle Umstead with Guy Rob, and they come up with something magical. Go up, go, 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 push, 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 move up, coming out of the flat, move, move, move. And visually impaired skiers are moving up to 70 miles an hour to be exact, trusting entirely in the skier in front of them. But as with so many Paralympic stories, what they've moved through is what turns their performance from one that simply lives on a results sheet to one you can't get out of your head. On today's episode, working through the twists and turns of life together. From NBC Sports, this is The Podium, a podcast about the 2022 Beijing Winter Paralympic Games. I'm your host, Mallory Whiteman, bringing to you stories of determination and perseverance, elite athletes that are carving what is possible on ice and snow for all. Imagine the perfect ski run Bluebird conditions define a crystal clear horizon. You're speeding across the face of a pitch towards a red gate that neatly marks the apex of the turn you've now committed to. Your center of gravity is well downhill of both your edges. Your brain accounting neatly for the G-forces that are sure to arrive any second. Except your goggles now have a thick haze or have gone entirely dark. And a voice in your ears tells you to make the turn. Now what? Um, it depends. Like some days it can be over sensory load. You know, you're hearing the snow, you're hearing the wind, you're hearing your guide, you're hearing your skis. And sometimes it's a lot of information coming at once. But, you know, on a perfect run, you have to just hone out all of that. Try to listen to your guide and feel your body making the right moves and what you've trained for and try to commit to all of the right things that you've been training for over the past however many years to become an elite athlete. Danelle Umstead, guided by her husband, Robert, is next on course from the United States of America. My name's Rob Umstead, ski for the United States with the Paralympic Alpine team. I'm a visually impaired guide. I'm Danielle Umstead. I'm visually impaired Paralympic athlete for USA Alpine Ski Racing. I am her guide uh, on the slopes. And I'm his guide off the slopes. <laughs> Danielle and Rob, thank you so much for joining us today as you prep for your upcoming races. The two of you are a team. Let's start there because we rarely see two skiers on a course at once, let alone a husband and wife. 
How did this journey come about for the two of you? Uh, we got married. <laughs> no, I got into, into guiding. Yeah, really um, at our wedding. I guided her off the mountain. We got married at the top of Snowbird and in Utah and um, said our vows and skied down. And that was kind of the first run. <laughs> and then, But Daniel was already competing uh, with other guides uh, in Paralympic skiing. And I uh, got to the point of really needing a, a full-time commitment to try to make it to this level. And, um, you know, we looked around for guides and decided maybe I'd be a good fit. And we decided to give it a go for a year. 13 years later, still going. <laughs> Your first run right after getting married, that's uh, quite the way to start this this partnership on the mountain. Danielle, I, I take it he's a decent guide then. Yes, he's a great guide. I, uh, there's a lot of um, trust and communication that we have had to work on and that has helped us grow as athletes and as a married couple. So um I've had several different guides. Some worked out, some didn't, and uh, he's the one that stuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm still working out. He's still working out. <laughs> How many years of marriage and uh, still working out on the hill with him as your guide? That's fantastic. You know, I, I think the interesting thing is, is what does it take to be a guide, right? So, Danielle, really, what makes a great guide? Well, one, they have to be a better skier. That's very important because they need to ski in front of the blind athlete and um, guide them and turn around, make sure they're in good spacing when you're hitting speeds from 40 to 70 miles per hour. So um, being a good skier is number one, being patient. You have to be a good listener and learn how to communicate. And uh, I mean, there's many hats you have to wear. We're on both sides as the athlete and as the guide. Um, so it's, it's, it's a relationship like no other. It's, it's a lot of trust and a lot of communication. I can only imagine the amount of trust and communication it certainly does take. And with Rob, you know, you're skiing in front of Danielle, but you're also communicating with her in real time. So what are you saying to her and, and how, does that, how does that work? How are you communicating with her? Yeah, it's a, it's a Bluetooth headset uh, made by Cardo. They make them for actually. They started out making them for motorcycles and guys that were riding t- together and wanted to chat. Um, but for us, it's like it's like basically like you're talking on the phone. I mean, it's, I send the message, she hears it live, she can talk over me, and vice versa. Um, you know, we try to keep it pretty consistent and concise. You don't want a lot of extra information, like Danielle was saying before. Um, but basically, I'm, I'm giving her a command when I'm starting my turn. I'm giving her a command when I'm finishing my turn. And then again, if that spacing's good, the timing of all that works for her. Um, but in, the, in, in between all that, I'm talking about changes in the hill, um, changes in the tempo of the course, changes in the snow sometimes, but usually there's not enough time to get all that in. So it's, you kind of got to pick, pick what's most important and, and give her that pertinent information. And, you know, there's, there's things that she probably doesn't want to hear either that are coming up. So <laughs> kind of filter that out. But, uh, you know, basically I'm, I'm saying hop at the start of my turn. Um, if it's a longer turn, I might say hold, hold, and then move at the end. Um, or, you know, move on to a pitch, things like that. They're coming onto the flats here, let them go, that kind of thing. And, you know, with, with that, sometimes we'll use points of the clock reference for direction. 
So she's got a little more of a, you know, image in her head of what, where she's got to get those skis to before she lets them go. Um, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much it. And then, you know, every once in a while, something comes out of my mouth that I've never said before. And it's like, what did I do? <laughs> I jam on the brakes. <laughs> I, don't know, like, I don't know where that came from. I pretty much stay back there and let Rob know when things are good, um, when I, I can actually pick him up. And um, when and sometimes I have to say wait, which I hate to say because then it feels like I've already failed <laughs> in my run. But um, so I, what comes out of me is basically a lot less information um, because we do not rely on my my visual. What little I have, um, sometimes that gets us in trouble more than helps us. Um, so I'm, it's more go 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 or wait. An occasional swear word trickles out there every now and then. Occasionally. <laughs> and and I'm guessing that with all of this, just the sensory aspect of it is is heightened, right? And so, Danielle, I mean, what does that perception feel like of the sensory experience when you're carving through a perfect gate or you're you're making that turn and kind of everything's in flow and going the way that you want? It just feels like a solid surface and a solid platform and it just all flows together and it, it's very exciting and exhilarating. The wind is, I'm just, it just feels like you, Rob and I become one and uh, the wind is, I can barely hear the wind. I hear his voice and I'm just pumped and ready to go. It's like through, through all the effort, it becomes effortless when it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and through all the effort, it's, it's included quite the journey throughout your career and you know now your fourth Paralympic Games but there's been a lot of life in between that oh yeah, yeah, yeah um I have not only am I blind with a disease called retinitis pigmentosa I also compete um with another disability which doesn't factor into my timing or my um competitors I have multiple sclerosis which affects my um my body movements and my brain to my body. So that affects me. And I also have um, just two years ago broke my tibia and fibula and had tibia and fibula. And I had three surgeries and it's been a really, really long road coming back from those surgeries and being here today. Working through the successes you have had together, but also the very real challenges that you've faced together, how has that impacted your relationship and, and your communication, just both on and off the mountain? Well, I mean, obviously we're, we're together on the hill, off the hill, it's, it's full time, but it's, it's, it's made our, they kind of build off of each other, you know, like our marriage and our, and our work on and off the hill, you know, we get we get stronger in both our, our communication gets better at home our communication's good on the hill yeah and it's just it's been a great you know experience for us to go through this together what we learn on the hill helps us and teaches us off the hill we um have a great relationship and we learn to communicate and we learn to blow things off when we need to we don't hold on to it you know like that's a part of life things happen let it go move on that's 
I mean, a great perspective to have. I'm certain with ski racing in particular, as as some runs are good and, and some runs aren't so good. I guess what is one of the factors that kind of determines a good or bad run that maybe for for us, the viewers, we we don't see in your dynamic between the two of you on the mountain? Um for my eye disease, it's a really tricky one because I can't see things moving, but um so I have no central vision and I have no peripheral vision. So finding him is really hard to consistently watch. So Rob has to turn around and make sure our distance is good because we can't, if we're too far, I ski reactively. And then if we're just right, then obviously I ski with intention. Yeah. And you're, you're I think you caught on You're you know, the, the success of everything is based on that spacing and all the timing of the turns and, and the commands all come into play. Um, so when the spacing's right, everything works. When the spacing gets erratic or inconsistent, then we we like to refer to it as a, like an accordion, you know, pulling ahead, pulling back, and, and things and don't it's not flow. Fast. Things don't <laughs> flow, and it's, yeah, it's not a good thing at all. I mean, it happens to all of us. Like, it happens to all athletes. It's not like a perfect run every time. And sometimes we can get it back faster than others, and that's a part of the competition, too, for us. And going into a run, what about course inspection? You know, we often see skiers stopping at every gate to look at lines and, and see snow conditions to be able to later in that start gate, be able to visualize the course. So for you, where's that pre-run strategy come in and what does that look like for your performance or or between the two of you sound like? It, it's a full team effort. I mean, it's it's kind of the one one time where ski racing becomes a team sport. Um you know, we inspect together. She's feeling out the hill. We're discussing our tactical plan. Uh, we're talking about kind of points on the hill that you know may need a little extra attention or a little more reference to during the run. Uh, kind of feeling out the flow for the course set, and um, then we talk about it on the on the lift ride up and kind of hash out a plan from there, and then go up and try to execute it. We we do have some recordings that we sometimes we'll record runs just to have that as kind of an audio. You know, she can't do a visualization, so she does an audioization, if that's even a word. But <laughs> but it's cool to listen to. I mean, it gets your heart rate going. Like you're like, oh, okay, we're 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 back on course. <laughs> and back on course, you you are. I mean, you you guys are getting ready to race here in your fourth Paralympic Games, and and the road to get here, as you've shared, has not been a smooth one. And and through that, you've continued to persist and and stay in the game. And I guess. You know, as you get ready for these races ahead and you get into the start gates and we hear your names called Danielle and Rob Umstead, what do you want people to think of as they watch you come out of the gate and take that run? I don't know, like um, us as a team that you should, you should really find that type of relationship in life and trust others and learn how to communicate with one another because I think we're all better together. And if we all learn how to work together, then it makes life and love a more beautiful place. You know, um, also just, you know, we've had a lot of ups and downs in our career and it continues. Um, and I just want people to realize like, no matter what situation they are, they have in life, their age, their ability, their wellness, whatever it may be, that 
It's never too late to start your impossible and just learn how to um, find your inner strength and believe in yourself and um, never give up on you. Perseverance. A lot of perseverance with us, especially with, with everything Danielle's had to overcome in the you know the ten ten years plus we've been doing this. Um, you know, for example, Vancouver, we came out of there with two medals and really in our first full season racing internationally, and we're like, wow, this is like we're going places with this. And and uh, you know, our first games, it's like we're gonna come back in four years and sweep. And then it wasn't oh six seven months later where she was in hospital bed unable to walk from her first uh, battle with ms and and dealing with that and bouncing back and relapses um, yeah i mean it just getting on snow that season was a miracle and we ended up going to world championships and and doing a little bit of skiing there raced raced the world championships which is great we didn't medal but at least we were there and uh you know it took us Probably really until like 2013, where we felt like we were almost back to where we were, um, and went in another World Cup there. Went in downhill at the test event in Sochi was awesome, and then oh yeah, and then it, we went through Sochi. That was good. We got a medal there, and then uh, you know the MS kind of comes and goes. So you, every day is different. Every season is different, um, and then. You know, in 2020 of February with Danielle breaking her leg, it was, you know, we're still battling back from that. But here we are, still doing it, still going. And uh, fourth fourth Paralympic Games, and it's my 52nd birthday, so that's not too bad. That's the thing. We usually can't see the bumps and the gates on the course of our lives. But that's no reason not to lean in, especially when we work together. So make that turn and feel the support of your skis, of your partners, of your community, because that is where we find the strength to keep moving forward, regardless of which direction the course takes us. Follow the podium now to get automatic downloads and tune into the networks of NBC to watch every moment of the 2022 Beijing Winter Paralympic Games.